You're listening to Charleston's retirement coach, Brandon Bowen. Have you ever thought about what happens to your Facebook page when you're no longer around? Well, Facebook has, because they think of everything. After I accidentally found this, I thought passing along this tip could be helpful to you, Brandon, and our listeners. If you log into Facebook and you look at the settings on your account, you'll find one called Memorialization. I know it sounds kind of morbid, but there's a series of questions about what you want to happen to your account, who would have access to it, so many other things. Hmm. I mean, we need to protect those vacation pictures, random recipes, funny cat videos. It's vitally important information on there. Man, so I need to update my practice as we walk through our legacy checklist and, oh, yes. and update beneficiaries. We need to we need to check our Facebook settings. I didn't even think about this. Oh my gosh, we do need to update the legacy <laughs> checklist. That is a real thing. I've had aunts passing away, close friends, and then when you see these memories pop up, though, man, they get me all the time with mm-hmm. my girls when they're, you know, back two, three, four years old, and so yeah, I mean, you can continue to memorialize them and mm-hmm. just great memories. Yeah, keep those family mm-hmm. photos. So, check that out in your settings if you would like. I've been on Facebook too much lately. I've been addicted to Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> looking for a couple pieces of furniture. And then I started thinking, you know what, Kristen, it would be cool if you got a little extra car. Brandon, I looked at one the other day. You're not going to believe this. The lady posted all these pictures. And of course, you want to see the dashboard. Mm-hmm. But there was a glaring check engine light on the dashboard. <laughs> oh and I said, gosh. OK, I like your car, but can you tell me what that light's about? At least put some uh, electrical tape over that and hide it or something. <laughs> I mean, why are you going to try to sell your car and it's already got a check engine light? And it was some random, well, it's at the 50,000 mile checkup and I just haven't paid for it. Mm, no, thank you. Yep. Next. I mean, that, that's crazy. Because you're always worried about getting that lemon. You yes. Know? I mean, especially if it's from a private seller. Yeah. Oh, man, I can think back. Stacy and I got married back in 2003. And quickly after that, you know, we we were broke at the time as, as most married At the beginning, everybody yeah, is, yeah. yeah. And so we got this 2003 Nissan Maxima. So it was used, maybe two or three years old, white, and had some big rims on it, probably like 20-inch rims. What were you thinking? <laughs> You're but, such a different I mean, was, person now. Yeah, it was quick, and, and I liked it. So it we got car. it, but after we started driving it around, you know, it started having some problems with it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the, the engine light and then random sensors for the tire pressure and stuff like that and so now we probably have a uh, Nissan salesman listening to us right now so I want to I want to say not all Nissans are bad okay <laughs> maybe you've got a Nissan right and it's great but this one just seemed to I mean it quickly started giving us trouble you know oh you got one of those lemons yeah I got a lemon you know but I had visions of raising our kids and I don't know what I was thinking. But so in in hindsight, you know, this was kind of an expensive lesson, I would say, because we ended up just having to eat a bit of uh, a lot of depreciation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, traded in for, I think, a Ford Explorer at the time. Which makes some sense for the kids. I get that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So this whole idea of uh, a little buyer's remorse, it, it kind of reminds me right now we're seeing some people come into the office with a little buyer's remorse about annuities. Oh, don't talk about that. We got used cars and annuities. That's about <laughs> hand in hand if I've ever heard it. Oh, man. Yeah. The, the annuity salesman is, is about as good as a used car salesman. Right? Yeah. I mean, and then I've heard that before. You want to get out of there as fast as you can. <laughs>
speed out of that salesman's office however you can. And just like all Nissans are not bad, all annuities are not bad because we do utilize those for our clients for the right fit, but there's a few of them that I like, okay? There's a lot of them I don't like, but a few of them that do really, especially with these low interest rates with bonds these days, there's some really nice options. But, you know, I had some people that came into the office and they used to live up in Greer, up in the upstate, okay? God's country, pretty close to Clemson, Ew. you know, I mean, closer. <laughs> Again, get out of there. <laughs> there you go. So, so from, from Greer, and, and they had saved a lot of money. They had saved about $3 million. Okay. Wow, good for yeah, them. Did a great job. And so they had decided to put about 200000 in an annuity about four years ago. Okay. <laughs> and so they, they came in, they said, okay, Brandon, got this annuity, been in it since 17. So for you know, a good four years now. Put two hundred thousand in it, and it's only worth two hundred nineteen now. Okay, two nineteen. So that, yeah, I mean that's like a two percent average rate of return. That's Uh, not much. The market's been doing really well, except for you know since March on and off. Yeah, you know annuities aren't going to be where you find the growth, so I will admit that. But you know this thing had some fees. They didn't care for the fees. They just felt like yes, I can't lose anything, but I can't make anything either. You know, Mm. they were just kind of like we've really changed our tune here on this annuity. And so I said, well, actually, let me take a look at that thing because what we have found is within the last five years, these annuity companies started adding these little a little feature in there, and I like to call it an eject button. Hmm. Okay? So if you have bought an annuity within the last, say, five years, you might have this eject button built into your annuity as well. And so I called the insurance company and, and asked about this uh, specific feature. And, and actually, you know, they were still, they still had a six or seven years left on a surrender charge for this Uh-oh. thing. But because of this eject button, they were offering them the full $219,000 to walk away. Okay. They were like, yes, yes, yes. Let's take it. Take it. You know, uh, hit the button. Let's let's take this money. We can now repurpose it and reallocate this money. The reason that these insurance, because you might be thinking, what? I don't know about these insurance companies offering this. Well, the reason that they're doing it is because it's getting so hard for them to provide the guarantees. Mm. Because what they do when, when you hand your money to an insurance company, they turn around and buy treasuries, right? Right. Two-year treasuries, one year, 10 years. So they're, they're buying these bonds. And we know that interest rates have come way, way down from the last three, four years ago. Right now, they're very, very low. And so it's really risky for these insurance companies right now. And so they're offering a lot of times these these buyouts so you to take your money. And so it relieves them of that requirement. Right. And you can take your money and look for other options. So you got them out of the situation that was not so great. Then what? How did you help them make sure that they would do a little better moving (laughs) forward? Right now, they're just running towards liquidity, right? Because that was what they didn't have before. So now, right now, we're just saying, hey, let's keep it liquid. So we're going to, you know, Fidelity. We can use TD Ameritrade, Charles Schwab. So you're not looking at annuities? Not looking at another annuity just yet. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that's their ex. You know, they they, they, (laughs) they don't want anything. They want anything to do with it. That's right. So they said, hey, let's keep it liquid right now. Let's just get it back in the market. We are staying very defensive, right, Mm -hmm. with the election here. You know, that's what we're doing. So we don't really have a full strategy just yet. We are still in that process, but they are wanting to just get out and let's hit the reset button. Find out more at bowenfinancialgroup.com. 
Brandon Bowen is an investment advisor representative of Clarify Advisory Network, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Clarify, Bowen Financial Group, and this radio station are not affiliated. The investment ideas and financial vehicles discussed here should not be considered to be personalized investment advice, nor are these recommendations to buy or sell any particular investment or product, and the information you hear should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should first consult with a competent tax, legal, accounting, and other professionals regarding the applicability and suitability of any investment ideas. Certain investment ideas contain substantial risks, are illiquid, and may be only appropriate for accredited investors. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments in guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company, and none are offered or sold through Clarify Advisory Network. 